What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show with me, Sean Sheehan, here on Shardog.com. And what a weekend of mixed martial arts we have ahead of us. We have Bellator, we have one championship, and we have UFC. This weekend, there was no UFC last weekend. It was time for the chase and back to call up. It was a great weekend for them. Not so much a great weekend for the bets. We'll talk about that in a second, but... It's it's really a jam-packed time at the moment. It feels like uh, the the that chasing back that I mentioned took advantage of the UFC being off and decided to put on a few shows around this time. And uh, I think it's worked out pretty well for them. But with that said, we have lots of shows to look at, lots of fighters to look at, and uh, lots of stuff to talk about. So we have cards next week too. Europe really takes hold next week. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a UFC. I haven't even looked at it yet. There's probably a pay-per-view or something, you know, but what I have looked at is Cage Warriors Dublin and there's a KSW show next week. So next week's betting show, we will have uh, a chat on them and I'm sure I'll have a couple of bets for those shows then as well. And I will have previews as well for them. Right. Before we get to this week's bets, let's review last week's bets. And it was a weird one. Almost by the time the betting show came out, most of the fights had been written off. And I, I apologize to the people like who watched the betting show after the fights have been cancelled. There's nothing you can do, really. Like, it, I would love to get the betting show out Monday morning at 8 a.m. But like the bets and the lines don't come out until Wednesday at the earliest. And like all the lines don't come out till like Thursday, Friday. And it's just if you're releasing a video and you want people to watch it and people want to watch it, you have to give them a couple of days. You know, it's no good releasing a video Friday night. Some of the fights are on Friday and then the fights are on Saturday. It's tough. It's tough. So I hope people understand it from my point of view. I want to get it out so people can watch it. And maybe sometimes I have to take the odds a little bit earlier or I take the fights a little bit earlier and then the fights get cancelled because of weight misses and all of that. Look, for if anyone has created MMA content, they they probably know that uh, that issue. I remember I used to write previews uh, years ago for all the UFC cards. I did it for maybe four or five years, like every single one, and I like to be prepared. So I used to write them maybe, you know, the Friday before the card or the Saturday before the card, and the card would come around and there'd be five fights offered. I'd be rewriting. I was like, why, why do I do this? <laughs> let me let me just write it on like the the Wednesday before the card, and it'd be a lot make about a lot more. But that's the world of MMA we live in And I'm not making any excuses here or anything uh, But it kind of did ruin last week's betting show It has Honestly, that really hasn't happened before I don't think I don't think a betting show like last week Was kind of ruined by fights being changed But it definitely was last week So let me just explain it quickly for you um, The Valentina Scatizzi bet that I gave you That fight didn't even happen um, So that's marked off The Franz Malambo fight I gave you Franz Malambo uh, the fight that I gave you didn't happen But he did fight uh, I wrote in the comment section below I'm sticking with that bet I went with it um, And he did win So <laughs> You know Will we take it Will we not take it I, I don't think it makes much of a difference I'm putting it into my record uh, If you don't agree with that Feel free to take it off my record But uh, And the other bet I gave you uh, Alexander uh, Shivas from PFL That fight also didn't happen um, He didn't fight at all So three of the bets gone there The ham fight The ham uh, I gave you ham she lost Well that was a fair bet I, 
I thought that fight was going to get cancelled as well because Stamp missed weight at the start, but she came and she made weight. And then the Elliott flyer didn't happen either. So we are uh, one from two from last week. Uh, the flyer didn't hit. So overall, we're 66 from 136. And we're 13 from 30 all, uh, 35 overall in the flyers. So 66 out of 136, 13 from 35, which, you know, I'm relatively happy with because if you listen to this betting show, you know I'm not I'm not too bothered about the record. I'm only putting the record up there so people can see it, so it's transparent or whatever. But I'm more bothered about getting some good bets out there, and it's more a weekly one than a yearly one. But I do like the thirteen flyers, like thirteen flyers hitting in the space of what ten months. I'll take that. I'll absolutely take that. My aim at the start of the year was one a month. My aim at the start of the year was fifty percent, a little bit below that in terms of uh, the fifty percent, but. 13 out of out of 10 for for 10 months i'll take that any time it, I, I guarantee you won't be that good next year so uh we'll uh we'll take a while we can get it right i have bets from all the promotions for this week so let's get straight into them and actually like as i as i read these bets as i finalized them i was like this is going to be a short enough betting show because they all feel like very straightforward bets in my mind like some bets I have to give you a 20-minute explanation and go through it all, but I think all of these, apart from maybe one, are straightforward enough, right? So let's get into it. It'll take us as long as it takes us. The first bet uh, I'm going for is from the UFC, and I'm going for Joseph Pfeiffer, as he's written here on Chardock, to knock out Abdul Razak Al-Hassan, uh, and that price is minus 145. Um, the betting on the fight straight up is minus 450 for Pfeiffer, plus 335 for uh, Al-Hassan. Uh, the fight to go to a decision is plus 400 minus 650 that it doesn't go to a decision. So looking at both of those prices, I feel like the plus, or sorry, the minus 145 for Pfeiffer to win, who is the big favourite, to win by KO. Uh, when you look at his record, eight of his 11 wins have been by KO, only two submissions. You know, most of his fights in 73% in via KO. You know, that, I think that's a pretty good bet at minus one four five. Um, you look at uh, Alassane. Okay, he's five losses, only one by a knockout, but he has been knocked out. Uh, and you know, he got knocked out uh, by Kalen Williams back in twenty twenty. So it's you know, it's not as if it's it's impossible or anything like that. Now, the reason I'm going for this is is basically that. But sometimes you look at a guy like Joe Pfeiffer, um. And he's on such a great run at the moment, like four wins in a row, four knockouts. Um, you know, the, the only thing kind of stopping him for having five or six in a row is an elbow injury in the Dana White Contender Series. But I, I like seeing what he did to Gerald Marshart, who's a good test. You know, he's not the best fighter in the world, but he's a good test for a guy like this. Being Alan Amadowski, who's, you know, not not maybe not as good a test as Gerald Marshart. I think he was ready for kind of a step up. And... I think when you put him in there against a guy like Al-Hassan, there is two things you want to achieve if you're the UFC, right? You want to push Pfeiffer, who you believe is a good fighter, to the next level, as any promotion should. I don't fault him at all for that. Actually, I don't fault him for any of this, right? And you also want to achieve a very fun fight, which I do think this will be. Now, at the other side of it, maybe we look up the odds for this as well. 
I, th- I think there is a chance that Alisson catches him and knocks him out. That's plus 450. Now, I was actually thinking of <laughs> giving Piper as one bet and giving this as the flyer. And, you know, maybe, wait, 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 I see till I get to the flyer. Maybe I'll change my flyer because, you know, it could happen. It could happen. Let's just see what the price is to fight in by knockout. I don't know if you, maybe that, the odds for that aren't out yet. I, th- I told you about the fight to win the inside the distance. But, yeah, I don't think the odds for that are um, uh, are out yet. But the fight to end via knockout in round one with either to win is minus 115. I think that's, you know, pretty likely, I would say. So that's you know a similar enough price. It's 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 a better price, but than Piper just to win by knockout. But Piper is rounds two and three uh, as well. Uh, I just do think what the second thing the UFC want, which I mentioned, is going to happen here. I think it's going to be a fun fight. I think the two of these lads are going to go hell for leather. They're going to go at it. Um, Alessand, that's the way he fights. You know, that's the way he fights. I see his nickname here is Judo Thunder. You know, we see a bit of that from him. You know, he had that unbelievable um, knockout over uh, over uh, Charlie Ward a few years ago with his big Judo throw um, to to the ground. And he has that madness in him, you know, he, <laughs> in terms of he can knock a guy out like that. So it's not an easy fight at all for Pfeiffer. I do think, though, and there's a couple of fights like this uh, on my card today. And I spoke about it last week with the Franz Manamba fight as well that unfortunately didn't happen, although it did happen in his fight uh, regardless. Is that sometimes when you get into a fight when there's two power punchers, and I think this will be the case in the one championship main event as well, and I said it on my preview, that the, I think the more the classier fighter, the more fundamental based fighter, will win. Um, I think they will avoid the power better, and land their shots better, even if they're less powerful. Like a less powerful land shot that lands, is more effective than a massively powerful shot that doesn't land. No, that might seem very obvious, but. In a fight where it's a pure firefight like that, and maybe you've both landed a big shot, the guy sometimes who can land that next shot is the one who will win the fight. You know, one guy whiffs a big shot, lands it, he whiffs another one, misses, whiffs another one, misses. The other guy whiffs the shot and lands it, and then he jabs you, jabs you right hand, and you're gone. And I think that is the difference between Pfeiffer and Alessand for me. And that's the reason I'm going for it. That That's straight up, the reason I'm going for this bet, I think he is a little bit more classy. I think he will. I think someone will get knocked out, and I think at minus one four five to get the knockout, I think that's a great price to be honest for Joe Pye for there. Right, the next bet I am going from here for is from Bellator, um, and we'll we'll talk about Bellator. Uh, well, let's do it now altogether. Uh, the Bellator card is. A very, very good card. Better than the UFC card, I would say, uh, like without a shadow of a doubt. But there's really very little scope for betting in the in the uh, in the title fights. Um, the the prices plus seven hundred for Primus Nurmagomedov. Some places he's up as far as plus two thousand, or sorry, minus two thousand four hundred. Zingano around the minus. Sorry. Why do I always do that? Around the plus 400. Cyborg around the minus 600-ish. And then we have a Lee Malay. See, this is an interesting one. Plus 200. 
Minus two seven five for Carmouche. Um Honestly, I don't I don't like any of those prices. The favourites are too big and I do think they'll win. I have a sneak for all three of the underdogs to like possibly cause an upset. While almost certainly not, but I I have enough doubt to not bet on any of the favourites, and I'm not giving you like I'm not giving you a minus two thousand bet here. I, I would rather my my record be like, you know, one out of a hundred than give you those bets. I just won't do it. Um so there's not there's not really left to do. Like the I was looking at some of the props, they're not all up yet. The props aren't great. I was looking at the treble. Let's let's just see what the price in the treble is. Obviously the better fight fell out again. If I'd recorded a little bit earlier, we'd probably, probably be talking about the better fight right now. So the let's look at the uh the treble that is m- minus one forty. Now that's not a bad bet. Or Nurmagomedov, uh, Cyborg, and Karmouche to treble minus one forty. See, I like that, but then I think could Karmouche lose? Like I think that's a very interesting fight, the Karmouche fight. I if if I was the f- it was forced to pick one money line bet out of all of that, I think I'd probably pick Elimelad plus two hundred. To be honest, um, I just think Liz has been fighting an awful lot. Um, uh, well, no, she has done really well to win her fights recently against people she probably shouldn't be winning fights against, and that is that might sound like oh Jesus, Sean, you're talking down. Liz. That's actually a massive compliment. Imagine you go out, you're, you're a sports star, and you win games like you shouldn't win. That's a sign of a, re- a really, really good fighter, right? But it also, I think Alimele is more on her wavelength than she is the other fighters. Like, Juliana Velasquez, Alimele, she beat, and she got beaten by Carmouche, right? And that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense in my mind. <laughs> you know, I, it just does I feel like she should have beaten both of them, but she didn't. Right? And thus we have this sort of price. But I think McFarlane and Carmouche are closer than Velasquez is to either, either of the two of them, which is a mad thing to say. I, I, I 100% acknowledge that's a mad thing to say. I have no problem with it. But I, I feel like this is going to be an even enough fight. I feel like they're going to kind of dance around each other and pick each other off a little bit. Like, Carmouche needs the big takedown she needs the big submission if she doesn't get it i think it's going to be a very even fight now i actually think she will get it right so i think she'll win but that minus 275 for that I, i'm not sure about that it could easily be five rounds very close and elimelech could win so that would be the better if i was to go there now back to my second bet <laughs> that, 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 was a, that was a long way around okay bet number two um i'm going for magic rosansky at plus one six three and he is fighting Dulsan Yagshimuridov. And what a pronunciation there. Like, I deserve... If you don't give a thumbs up and a subscribe for, for that... I was going to try to say it again, but I... <laughs> once was enough, I'll back out. Um, this is an interesting fight, and I'll tell you why. Um, Magic is a guy I have watched a good bit of over the years. Um, he fought Will Flory outside of Bellator in 2020. Um... Then he got into Bellator, fought Lee Chadwick, and then he fought Carl Moore. So he fought two Irish guys, and he fought on the big MVP versus Storley card as well. And this guy is a really, really, really good fighter. I, sp- I spoke to, to Will Flory about him, and he's like, yeah, that guy is, you know, he's as good as he looks. But he's, uh, 
he's also a guy that many people don't really know. You know, he's had two fights in Bellator. He's gone one and one, but lost to Carl Moore, who's a top top fighter and you know an underrated fighter. So I think Carl is very very good, and I think a lot, an awful lot of Carl. You know, sometimes we talk about all the Irish MMA fighters, and we some forget Carl Moore at times. He might be the leading one at the moment. Like I think he should be the next in line for the light heavyweight title. To be honest, and it was a very close fight between him and Rosansky last time out. He beat Will Fury, as I mentioned. He was on a four-fight win streak before that. He is a very good technical fighter. He can strike. He can take you down. He's a load of submissions. You know, maybe not the biggest knockout artist in the world, but he absolutely can hit. Um, And he has... He's been around for a long time, too. Like, he's fight, fought the likes of uh, Mahmoud Muradov and beaten him years ago. He's fought Jack Hermanson um, years ago. And then, you know, the the likes of Will Flurry, the likes of Chadwick, the likes of more recently as well. And I just think sometimes we see a guy and we don't really know that much of him. And he's against the guy in Yakshi Muradov, who's fought Anglitskis, he's fought Carvalho, he's fought Corey Anderson, he's fought Al Brexen. We kind of, we just know him. I'm like, oh yeah, well, the guy we know is probably going to win. I think the guy I know is going to win. <laughs> and I know, I know both of them, okay. But I, I think Rosansky is going to win. Like, I think the Al Brexen fight, like, he, uh, uh, Yakshimor Love lost Albrechtson. Carl Moore beat Albrechtson. And Rosansky and Carl Moore had a very, very close fight, right? But obviously, he, he did beat him as well. If there's a bit of MMA out there, like they're not too far apart, all, all decisions and all of them. Um, I I just think what Yakshimor Love is really good at, right? Is he can, he, you know, he's good on the ground, he'll hit you, but I think his takedown defense itself is an amazing. And we saw that especially in the Corey Anderson fight. Like, coming into the Corey Anderson fight, I was like, okay, I, I think he's a really good chance, actually, here. I think a lot of people don't know him. He's a little bit like Rosansky. And I don't know if I picked him or not, but I was close to it. Um, and I think it's the same with the other way around here. But I think he's been exposed a little bit in terms of that takedown defense. Rosansky goes in there. I think he can work with him on the feet. I really do, as long as he doesn't catch a big one. And then I think he can take him down. Will he get the submission, maybe? I could see that happening. You know, he's been finished five times out of seven in uh, finish uh, seven losses in his career, submitted three times. I, I think that's the way it'll go. I really fancy Rosansky in this. I think it's a type of fight where you see the price in it, and his next fight, he will not be a price like this against a contestant like this. Um, and I love it. Plus one six three. I think it's a great bet. Magic Rosansky. Right, one bet from the UFC, one bet from Bellator. Let's move across and talk about our bets from one championship. Um, first bet I'm going for. I'm going for Echo Rani Saputra to beat Hu Young, uh, and he is minus one one zero in his bets. Uh, in his uh, in his fight over there, it's a. Uh, I spoke about this in preview. If you haven't seen it, I think it's a very very interesting fight, but I do think there is a big advantage here for Echo Rani. Um, I think he is a very good striker, but I think he's a much better grappler. Um, you know, uh, uh, Hu Young. 
he's he's had four losses. He's lost one by submission. He's never won by submission. Six knockouts out of his eleven, which you know for the, the smaller guys is, is is pretty good. But Echo Ronnie has a great finishing record as well. Seven wins, five submissions, two via knockout. And coming off of that loss after uh, against Danny Kenya last time out in the decision, I think Echo like Echo Ronnie was what was he? Six fights, seven fights in a row, all first round finishes. And he was one of the big up and coming stars coming through. I think this is the kind of the matchmaking that will bring him back to that. I think it's good matchmaking. I think this betting line is way, way, way too close. Um, Who Young is minus one, two, two. I think it's way too close. And I think like that line isn't long out. So I think that could change. So if you're listening to this early, I would get in on that. I just think Echo Ronnie is going to be a little bit too fast for him. As I said, you can listen to my whole preview on the uh, on the, the One Championship preview show, but I do think the wrestling, the takedowns, the jiu-jitsu is going to be too much. I do think he's going to take him down early, and I do think he's going to submit him early as well. And that minus 110 price is really, really, really good. So Echo Ronnie Saputra, first bet from One Championship. Second bet from One Championship, and my fourth bet of the week, is Ilya Frimanov. Um Again, this price is a little bit smaller, minus 213, but I think that is a fantastic price, if I'm being honest. Um, I think Frimanov is a very, very good fighter, a top fighter. Now, Tan Lee is a very good fighter as well, and against anyone else, like uh, almost literally anyone else, uh, apart from maybe uh, Tang Kai, who's out injured at the moment, in one championship, I'd be picking him to win. But Frimanov has just been uh, unbelievable. Like he has been unbelievable. He beat Shinny last time out. Uh, he beat Martin Wayne. And like watching a lot of his fights over in Russia and things like that before he came into one championship, he's only had those two fights in one championship, two first round finishes. I was like, this guy is legit. He's everything you expect. Good striker, good wrestler, good on the ground, and everything like that. Um, I just think. So a guy like Tanley, and again, please watch my preview show, but he's a very kind of wild karate, taekwondo, switch stance type of fighter, uh, which will pose somewhat of a, uh, will pose a lot of a threat, but it'll pose somewhat of a challenge for Fremenov. But Fremenov has met a lot of fighters like that. Maybe not as many as good as Tan Lee, but I just think he imposes his will so well in fights with that jab, with the constant pace, with his ability to get kind of switch stances to meet you as well although he won't do it as much maybe as most people will but he can take you down he can back you up he can adjust things if they need adjusted in fights and that is really the sign of a top top fighter um i i would be surprised i think if tan lee landed that big shot and i'd also be surprised if tan lee won the decision so with those two things said you have to favor Frimanov there. Like, you look at his record, he's lost twice. He's never been knocked out in 14 fights, one by submission and uh, one by decision. Like, that first one was in his second fight back in 2014. He lost in, in 2021 as well. Um, you know, fair and square, absolutely. But it's, I think it's it's such a good fight. It's going to be a really, really high-class fight. But I do think... I said the word classy earlier. I do think Fremenov is the slightly more classy fighter, and I think that's what will see him through in this one. 
Um, let's while we're here, let's look at the, the rest of the one championship uh, odds, and then I will give you my fire, and then we look at some of the UFC odds as well. Um, so that fight, Tan Lee is plus one five four in that minus two one three for Fremenov. Uh Joshua Passio, a big underdog here, plus four seven eight. Uh, Mansour Melchiev is minus nine oh nine. I think that's just about right. To be honest, I, I think Mansour is is going to win that fight. Um, I was very tempted to go for Zhang Liping minus one oh six against Timothy Natsuk and minus one oh two. The fight la- the fight la- last week kind of put me off um, a little bit because you know when. <laughs> when you see the the veterans stand up and win the way Edward Fylong did last week, you're kind of saying for uh, Timothy Natsuk and could you do the same sort of thing? Now you know Timothy is he's only thirty three years of age, you know, and I think he's opponent. I, I think Zhang is is similar enough, and he's more fights and everything like that. He's thirty three, so but it just feels like he's been around for a, for a long time. But I do like Zhang. Uh, in that one, that's not one of my bets of the week, but I was it was very close to being one of my bets of the week. Um, Ekorani fight minus one one zero. Uh, Hu Young is the favorite minus one two two. Very surprised in that. Uh, and then a fight that was added pretty late, I believe. Um, uh, Tetsuya at minus three eight five. Fighting Jinte Ho at plus two six six over there on that one. Right, the flyer of the week over in the UFC over in the main event. I'm going for Grant Dawson to win via TKO KO. Um, this price has switched. When I looked at it yesterday, it was plus 475. It's plus 500. Now, I'm going to take plus 500. It might roll back again. Um, but that's the bet I'm going for. Now, I'm going for this bet. And I've taken this bet many times in a similar sort of way. And people probably know what I'm going to say now. I'm, ba- I'm back in the wrestler who gets lots of submissions to not submit the guy and finish him and said, like, okay, we'll, we'll ignore what I just said there for a second, right? Bobby Green has had 46 fights, if I'm not mistaken. He's only been submitted twice in 46 fights. So that's that's not that's not an awful lot of submissions. Let's see. We'll, we'll, we'll scroll down here. Seeing the last time he was submitted, it's a long time ago. I'll tell you what. It's David Mitchell in two thousand and nine. Two thousand and he was submitted twice in two thousand nine. He hasn't been submitted in fourteen years since. Now there you go. Right. I do think Grand Dawson will take him down over and over and over again. Uh, Bobby Green has a good takedown defense, but Grant Dawson is fantastic. Like, I think it was, uh, I gave him a shout out for Ocelot MMA, I believe. They had a trade up with all of Grant Dawson's fights and all of his submissions. And I think it was John Anik mentioned it last time on commentary um, about how uh, Grant Dawson had, like, the record. I, now, I'm completely pulling this out of the top of my head, but he had a record for, like, the most consecutive fights with takedowns in a row or something like that. He had, like, seven fights in a row where he takedowns, something like that anyway. So he, I do think he will take him down. Okay, he's won sixty five percent of his uh, of his wins by submission. He's only four knockouts. But what I think is going to happen here is he's going to take him down, and Bobby Green is going to fight and fight and fight, and it's literally going to take him 
to get the back, land a load of shots, get the mount. Bobby Green's going to move from that back, move to the mount, and he's going to pummel him, pummel him. He's going to go for the choke. He's going to defend it. He's going to have to put a, a 10-7 amount of shots on him to finish him. And that's the way I see it going. Now, look, absolutely, he could get the submission. He could push it in and and, and uh, get that, push in the hand underneath the chin and, and get the finish like that. But I, you know what? I'm, I'm just, it, this is a flyer. We all know that. We all know what flyers are all about. And I like it that way. Let's see the, the, the submission bet. Um, Dawson Twin by submission is plus 120. Look, if I was given a straight up bet, maybe I would give that. But I like this. I like the I like the takedown into the TKO KO bet. I like that bet. I used to love it for Jacare back in the day, and I think Dawson is a similar sort of fighter. And I think Green is a sort of fighter that will almost make you do that. So the flyer for the week, plus five hundred, Grant Dawson to get the TKO KO over Bobby Green. I don't expect him, no, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't expect him to get the big knockout on the feet or anything like that. I hope he does. Uh, if, if you've bet on it and I hope you will as well uh, and I know you will hope he will uh, but yeah I think it's going to be a takedown and a finish on the ground right let's look at some of the other UFC prices uh, look I don't think it was the greatest um, slate for UFC there was a few bets uh, I liked to be honest but not uh, not a whole not a whole lot of them Um I, uh, the you know the two nine four card that's coming up. I think a lot of people are kind of looking at that and saying, okay, that's the that's the card I I want to look at. That's the card I want to uh, I want to concentrate on. But you know, it doesn't uh, it doesn't always necessarily work out that way. But look, these things uh, these things happen in MMA, I suppose. But um, Abdul Razak Alassane and Pfeiffer, as I mentioned, plus 335, minus 450 for a favorite Pfeiffer. Morono Buckley was a fight I was looking at. I like Morono there. Um, plus 135, minus 165 for Buckley. The Morono to win by decision is one I looked at as well. Plus 320. Buckley to win by decision. Plus 500. I think both of these guys are tough. I think it could go to a decision. Fight goes to a decision itself. It's plus 172. I like that. I like that. Uh, Dober Glynn. I do like Dober in that one. He's a big favorite. Minus 426. Uh, I'm going for Hernandez as well as the underdog here. Some places up as far as plus 122 against Bill Algio. I do like Bill Algio, but I'm going for Hernandez in that one. Algio minus 130 favorite. Uh, Linz and, and Kutilaba. Uh, uh, you know... That fight in the knockout is probably a good bet. Um, Linz is plus 300 to get the knockout. Kutalaba is the type of guy, and I said this the last time, and I believe I was right. I bet on him to win by knockout the last time, and I was like, the next time betting him to lose by knockout. So Linz plus 300 to win by knockout is the bet, is the bet there. Um, Belbita and Kovalkevich is a very closely... Uh, bet fight Kovalkiewicz minus 160 plus 130 for Bilbita uh, although is that fight off I think that fight might, might actually be off um, so never mind uh, Aldrich and De La Rosa very close as well I do like De La Rosa there although I have a lot of time for Aldrich minus 130 I think is a good price there for uh, for De La Rosa so um, yeah that's kind of the 
the top and the bottom of a lot of the bets here from uh, from Saturday night. A few from Bellator as well, actually, that we didn't mention. Um, one bet I really like is uh, Henry Corrales and Kai Kamaka. I like Kai Kamaka, honestly. Minus one... 38 there there's one up as, um, as far as minus 170 maybe i wouldn't be going at it at that but if it's down at minus 138 minus 135 maybe i would have a look at it uh, i think that's going to be a smashing fight a bet as well that i i had on my slate but i, I replaced it slim trebelty this is a fantastic price minus 175 for trebelty i think he'll take care of davion franklin honestly like Thinking back, I probably should have put that as one of my bets for the week. I think I really love that belt. I, I bet I think he's good. I was kind of going between him and Rosansky, but I gave the better price on Rosansky. So there you go. Um, Neil and Cotton, Neil's a favorite, minus two, three, five, plus 170 for Cotton. Um, and a big fight as well. We, we talked about the um, main event fights. Liam McCorton, Sarah McMahon is a massive fight. If Bellator continue and all of that, could be the number one contender fight. I'm a little bit surprised it's it's as close as it is here. Minus 170 for Sarah McMahon, plus 145 for Liam McCorton. Some places have it uh, uh, further apart, minus 225 for Sarah McMahon. That's about what I was expecting, to be honest. I think Leah has a chance, but it's a very, very tough fight uh, there. But I think, you know, Leah's getting a lot more respect from the betters these days, I think, and that shows in that price as well, I think. But um, very interesting fight all around. All right, everyone, let me recap my bets. Um, Pfeiffer, by a knockout, minus 145. Magic Rosansky, plus 163. Echo Ronnie over one championship minus one one zero. Ilya Fremenov as well minus two one three. And Dawson gets the knockout at plus five hundred in the UFC main event. All right, everyone, bet responsibly. Don't go too mad this weekend. My name is Sean Sheehan for Sherdog.com, and I'll see you all next time.